0: okay ladies welcome once again to our wailing women um, prayer gathering today we are going to talk about um about releasing the earth under your feet from its curses but first of all first of all before we start on that teaching our sister boma would like to give her testimony of her experience of going through the one-to-one deliverance experience okay over to you Boma.
1: okay good evening um, listeners and you're welcome to our program this week well I'm going to talk about my experience that I had um, doing my one-to-one deliverance it wasn't just sudden because I first of all had to have like a cancelling session before and that was almost like a preamble to you know sort of preparing myself for the fact that I was going to do deliverance, you know, imminently. And then I had the deliverance session, you know, which actually took time. Um, I thought, you know, it would just be in and out kind of thing, but it was a process. And, um, you know, I thank God because um, it made me, it, it was like going deeper into my emotions and um, things that it made me aware of things that I didn't even realize uh, were being a hindrance in my life I started to face emotions that I had no clue the process made me come to terms with emotions that I had no clue that I was harboring inside of me and um, with the guidance of um our servant leader, I was able to come to terms with emotions and lay them down at the cross and receive forgiveness, receive freedom from those emotions because I didn't know they were there. And and once I started identifying them through the process and started repenting of them, and I had an open mind to receive the healing, I began to feel like a different person. I began to feel lighter. In fact, at some point... I felt I felt as if there was light coming into me. I felt overwhelmed, tearful, like I'd let down a burden. I've let down load heavy things that I was, you know, carrying along. And I, f- you know, it was very, very intense, but it was very, very relieving. And um, at the end of the day, in spite of the the the, the, the tears and the 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 feeling of being overwhelmed i felt victorious i felt free i felt very free i just wanted to run to bible and start reading bible i just felt a different hunger you know like oh like god has heard me like god has touched me god has hugged me he has given me a message that is for me alone it was speaking to me one-on-one it wasn't like everybody i was guessing oh i want to key into this it was directed at me you know and um if I could stay in the place, that just be enjoying the the, the the feeling I felt afterwards, I would. But obviously, everything every good thing was come to an end. So, you know, I was glad. I was glad for the freedom that I felt, the healing that I felt, and um, I was determined that I will not let anything come and enter this newfound freedom, newfound healing that I was experienced. I won't let any of those old demons, those old um, feelings, those old negative emotions that were holding me back. Some of them like um, bitterness. Some of them like, like, um, you know, a couple of them that came out during the deliverance, which, you know, I didn't realize that, you know, there were things that were making me feel, um, you know, heavy, making me feel you know, something like I'll say that maybe the demon could have been using against me for my prayers not to go forward, even though I've been praying and praying and praying and praying. But sometimes you really need the help. You need really need that freedom, that deliverance. You need that push so that you'll be, you know, enlightened. You will know exactly which areas are a, a problem. And, you know, I'm so glad I went through this. I feel really, really happy really really relieved really really like the light of god has come and chased out all the dark areas inside of me and um you know i'm really really grateful that i've been through it i would advise you know people to do that one-on-one you need to check this you need to know exactly what are the areas and you may not know it if you're on your own sometimes you need that help you need the anointing from a minister who can pray with you you and them, you can, you know, work together and bring out those deep things that you don't even know are there with the help of the Holy Spirit. So I would really, really encourage other people to go for this. And I just want to thank God for what he did in my life. I don't regret it. I'm happy I went through it. Blessed be his holy name. Thank you, Father Lord. Thank you. I thank you for the experience. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you, Sister Boma, for for sharing your Um, your deliverance experience with us. Um, You know, I I pray that now that the Lord has Mm -hmm. given you this experience, that he will also give you a hunger, that you will start chasing him, pursuing him diligently, seeking his face, seeking the face of the Lord. You know, you have now, and push through that veil, that cloud that was preventing you from coming to the Lord before. All those things that was in your soul, the enemy was using against you. The Lord had delivered you. He had pulled up the, uh, no, the altar that came through. So now you are free. You are free. There's liberty in the presence of the Lord. You are free yeah, to not yes. come through that, you know, uh, through the of grace and be with your Father. You know, so there's nothing, there's no hindrances. So all you need to do now is to continue to pursue him with all the passion that you have. He likes our passion, he likes it when we pursue him with every passion that is in us and just keep seeking his face. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, sisters. Those that have joined us um um within this uh, few minutes. Boma was sharing her deliverance experience with us so if you would like to share the future let me know so i'll um, put it in in the program so you're welcome that is i've seen uh Ibuama, i've seen joyce and i've seen Tekena. you are all welcome hello
2: welcome good evening hello, everybody. Hi.
1: Hello. Hello, dear. good evening it's nice to see you all it's nice yeah, to see you look up today, Auntie. How about me? You. We can see your face.
0: Can see your face. That last <laughs> I is my touch.
1: Oh, okay,
2: okay,
0: that's good.
2: Welcome. Pepe, is really showing you, Pepe. There, honestly, 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 they're really
0: blowing me. Don't yeah, worry. but we can see your face today. Don't I, I, I put my little touch. Yes, that's good. Well done. Okay, okay so
2: I asking, um, uh, I, will, I will share mine the next meeting on the next meeting.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'll put I'll program you in. Okay, dear. Okay. Well All done. Right. Thank you. Um, right. Well, welcome once again, ladies, to our uh, Wailing Women Prayer Gathering this evening. So today, we are, you know, the Lord has been impressed this message in my heart. Throughout this week, because I was asking, what do you want me to hear? And he just kept on pressing it in my heart. And there was a there was a prayer he wanted me to do today. So I did that prayer today, and then he gave me this message. The message is: release the earth under your feet from his curse. Release the earth under your feet from his curse. So we've got quite a few scriptures we're going to read. So if you can open your Bible to Genesis chapter one. Genesis chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I will read this one. And then the next one, Boma will read it. And the next one, um, Tekena will read it. I'll just let the young ones read the scriptures. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, okay. <sir. laughs> yes, I don't want to uh, bother our elder sisters. Let the young ones do the reading. yes, sir.
2: yes sir.
0: <laughs> the spring tickets, okay. read it. Yes. So we are going to um, the our first reading is Genesis chapter one, from verse um, nine. I'll read from verse nine to twelve. As we get on into the the teaching, I'm going to read this scripture again, okay? So it's Genesis chapter 1 from verse 9. I will read. Then then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and, and the gathering together of the waters he called sea. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed and the fruit and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, those seed and um, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. Verse 12, and the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind and the tree that yields fruit. Those seed. Whose seed is in itself. According to his word. And God saw that it was good. Hallelujah. So this is the creation. The creation of the earth. Okay. the From the um, set, right beginning. When God created the earth. He used his word. He spoke the earth into existence. So. Um, Tekena. If you can then read Genesis chapter 1, also from verse 26, 26 to 28, okay? 26 to 28,
2: Yes. Yeah. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the, all the earth.
0: God created man in his own image, in his own likeness. So what this scripture is saying to us is, you know, God is a creator. So when he created Adam, that was when God stops speaking to the Mm. earth. Because he has now, you know, passed that ability to create onto Adam. Adam is created in the image of God, in the likeness of God. That means what God carries that enabled him to create that earth adam also carries it so adam became a co-creator with god and if you notice mm. as you read your scriptures god never spoke directly to the earth again it was now man's you know duty to speak to the earth and let the earth bring up what man wants the earth to bring up okay but unfortunately in uh, in genesis in Genesis, um, uh, let's, let's read. I will read um, Genesis chapter 2. I will read Genesis chapter 2. And uh, Boma, you will read Genesis chapter 3, verse 17 to 19. I will read Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 to 8. Okay, verse 7 to 8. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. The Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed, whom he had formed. And out of the ground, the Lord God made every tree grow that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life was also in the midst of the garden and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Hallelujah. So God created man out of the dust of the earth. So man is part of the earth. Man is part of the earth. And so what in them means, we have the spirit of God in us. When the spirit of God in us speaks the word of God to the earth, earth will obey man earth will obey man okay so it's the same thing applies if we speak the word of god to our body if our body is sick and we speak the word of god to our body just like the earth obeyed the word of god our body will also obey the word of god because our body is part of the earth it is made out of the dust of the earth okay so if you read genesis chapter 3
1: Verse 17 to 19, please. Jennifer, Genesis three seventeen, And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the three, of which I commanded thee, saying, thou shalt not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In toil shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. 18. Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. 19, in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for dost thou art, and unto dust thou shalt return. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. when Adam
0: sinned, God cursed the serpent, he cursed the woman, and he cursed the man and because the man was standing on the earth the earth also became cursed the earth also became cursed before all adam needed to do if he wanted anything from the earth was to speak to the earth and the earth will bring up what adam needed but now adam will have to work the earth before he will bring before he will be able to eat and the thing the earth will bring for him is thorns and thistles. That is a sign of a curse. The earth will no longer bring up his blessing for Adam to enjoy anymore. So if Adam wants anything from the earth, he has to work for it. And the sweat of, you know, that means he has to exert his strength in order to get it. Because now the ground is cursed. The ground he steps on is now cursed. Okay? Okay. So, now let's, let's um, then start, you know, the beginning of the redemption of the earth. The beginning of the redemption of the earth, just like how man was redeemed from the curse that came upon um, Adam when he sinned in Genesis. The earth also needs to be released from his own curse. Let's have a look at uh, Luke 22. Luke 22. Turn to Luke 22. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Luke 22 from verse 42 to 44. I will read that. From 42 to 44. Luke 22. And it says, okay, Luke 22 from 42, saying, Father, it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, let my will, let my will, but yours be done, okay? Let my will, not, ne- nevertheless, that? not my will, but your will be done. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, straightening him, and being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. The great drops of blood come falling down to the ground. So the earth actually started receiving its redemption before man actually was redeemed because the blood of jesus and the garden of Gethsemane, you know is it dropped into the ground and the ground absorbs that blood of jesus and if you if you you know think about it the blood of jesus is pure the blood of jesus speaks forgiveness when cain killed abel the abel's blood was speaking under the Amen. ground was for it was speaking, you know, it was fe- speaking vengeance, it was speaking judgment. But the blood of Jesus came for redemption. So, the earth, when the earth absorbed the blood of Jesus, the earth was now speaking forgiveness and redemption. And also, when from the time Jesus was judged and he was beaten from the blood that was sipping from his wound, his stripes was then sipping into the earth and the earth was being released from the curse that was on it, okay? It was being released from the curse that held the earth in bondage, okay? So every drop of Jesus's blood on the earth cleanses the earth of her bondage. The blood of Jesus made a way for the earth to be cleansed of her bondage of the defilement the sins of man brought her into. So every time we sin, a curse comes on us, and as well as the ground we stand on. As well as the ground we stand on. Just like what we have read in Genesis um, chapter 3, verse 17. Cursed is the ground for your sake. Cursed is the ground for your sake. So every time we sin, the ground we're stepping on also becomes cursed. It becomes cursed. So now listen, it then makes sense when we become born again Christians, children of God, you know, children of God the Father, children of God the Father, sons and daughters of Elohim, the God Most High. We should also release the earth beneath our feet from her own curse. So she can vomit out God's blessings, which God has embedded into the womb of the earth for us. You know, into the womb of the earth for us. But because the children of God are not yet at that level of knowledge, of revelation, of what they need to do, what the devil's children are doing, they are cursing, they are using the earth to curse the children of God. This is how witches operate. When witches want to curse Christians, they pick up soil from the ground and they speak to the soil. And the soil will go and do what does, uh, what does witches want them to go and do. Okay? Okay. What the, you know, so instead of the children of God releasing the, the earth they are standing on from the curses that came upon it due to the defilement of our sin, we are not doing that. We are not doing that. This is why the earth is still, you know, it, it, it is reacting against us. It is still fighting against us. It is groaning because of the sin and because of what the children of wickedness are using it to do. What the children of wickedness are using it to do, okay? So the earth listens to words. The earth listens to words. It's either it is listening to the words of God spoken to it by the children of God, or the earth will listen to the words of the children of the wicked one spoken to it by his children. Because God has created the earth as a womb. The earth has a womb, okay? So, whatever seed you give it, that is the fruit it will bring up. That is the fruit it will bring up. Remember at creation, God said, you know, God gave the earth a seed and he brought grass. (laughs) He gave a seed, his word, and he brought herb. You know, as I go on, I'm going to explain those verses in more detail. Okay? So it will be, if if we speak negative words to the earth, what the earth will produce for us is uh, demonic fruits. Nothing good. But if we speak God's words, because God's words is the seed that the earth reacts to. Because man has dominion on the earth. So whatever seed man speaks to the earth, the earth will produce. You know, the earth is a womb, like a a woman was made from the earth. God gave woman a womb. The earth also have a womb. So whatever seed you put on that on the earth, that's what it's produced. Like the womb of a woman is created to receive a seed, the seed of the man. The man will give the woman a seed and she will produce a child. The earth Will be given a seed, it's either godly seed, and it will produce a godly thing, or it will be given demonic things, or it will produce the demonic things as well. Let me share this um, story with you guys. You know, I don't know why God does this, but He told me that you know He has used witches to teach me about spirituality. Every everywhere I work, there will be a witch there, and the thing, and the and the thing is. These witches will come and they'll be talking to me about how they operate. One of the things this um, person, one person was saying to me is that there was one person she hated in our office. She didn't want that person to be there. So what she used to do is in the spirit, she will pick up sand from the earth and she will speak to that earth. And then when she comes to the office, she will just throw that sand in that person's office. In the door, in front of that person's door, she will throw that sand there, you know, and then go off. Within two weeks, that person resigned and left that office, okay? Because she has spoken to the earth and the earth reacted. And the earth reacted. This is how witches operate. When they want to destroy people, they speak to the earth to go and do it. And the earth obeys and go and do it, okay? I will give you another testimony. I will give you another testimony later on. So at creation, God, God gave the earth seeds and also seeds were his words. These seeds were his words. So let's now, let's have a look at Genesis 11, um, Genesis chapter 1, that verse is 2, verse 12, verse 11 and 12. I'll read it a bit slowly now so you can really catch what God did there. Genesis chapter 1, verse 11. We've read it, so now I'm going to explain it in a more, you know, detail. He says, and then God said, let the earth bring forth. God is speaking to the earth here. He's saying, let the earth bring forth. Okay, and look at the order God said it. Okay, where are we here? Then God said, "Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit that yields that uh, the, the fruit trees that yields fruit, according is kind. For seed is in his, is in itself on the earth, and it was so. Now listen, verse twelve. The earth." produced exactly what God told it to produce exactly at the order, specific order God put it in. This is verse 12. And the earth brought forth grass. That was the first thing God told it to bring. Then the second thing was the herb that yields seed according to its kind. That was the second thing God told the earth to bring. And then the tree that yields fruit. That was the third thing God told the earth to bring. Whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Okay. So the thing God told the earth to produce was what the earth produced. And in exactly that, the same order. So when we speak to the earth to do something, we need to be specific. We cannot be, you know, hagi haggy. We cannot be uncertain when we are speaking the word of God to the earth and commanding it to do something. Okay? So this is how the earth responds to the seed we give it. But it's because the children of God are still in darkness, in darkness, in terms of revelation and knowledge of the amazing earth that God has created for us. Instead, it's the children of wickedness that is tapping into This spiritual technology that God has released for man. Because man is the, you know, man has dominion on this earth. So whatever man speaks to earth to bring up, that is what earth is going to bring up. But earth does not like it. It does not like, you know, responding to the children of wickedness. But it has to, because it has to respond to seed. Whether it's demonic seed or righteous seed, he has to rep- respond to it until the children of God, you know, are manifested and start speaking the righteous seed to the world, to the earth, and to release it from the bondage it is being held. It is being held. Okay. So this is how. So this is how God has created the earth. God created the earth with a lot of things buried, buried inside this wonderful earth that we live in. You know, the earth, the earth seeds, you know, it receives the seed directly from humans. We are the humans. I want us to read, you know, um, the, the verse where the Lord said, I think that was chapter 2, chapter 2, verse 10. Verse, um, what verse was that again in chapter two? Anyway, I read it. I've got it here. It said, from the moment he said, let us make man in our image, according to our, wit- our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creepy thing that creeps on the earth. You see in that verse, God included the earth amongst the living things. He included the earth among the cattle, the bird, the fish. What it means, earth is a life. These are things that will receive seed and reproduce themselves. So, earth is a life. So, when you give it seed, it will produce that seed you have given it to produce. The fruit of that seed. Because seeds carry fruit. And whatever seed you are saying, it has a fruit in it. And when it lands on the earth, it will produce the fruit that that seed is encapsulated in, in that seed. Okay? So when the witches are speaking to the earth, what what they're speaking is demonic uh, fruits. Because what they're releasing to the earth is demonic seeds so the earth will produce demonic fruit it will produce demonic fruit okay so because the earth itself is a living entity she's a living entity and if you notice in the bible God refers to the earth as a she you know the earth has a feminine uh, um, you know noun to it she's regarded as a she because she has a womb she produces she receives seed and she produces Okay, so the earth in the Bible is referred to as a she because she has a womb that she produces. You give her a seed and she will produce whatever that seed is carrying. Okay, some people, a lot of people, a lot of uh, Christians will say, oh, this is a, a new age teaching. It's not nothing new age. Devil is not a creator. Devil is an imitator. He imitates what God has given to his children. And because when he gives it to his own children and his children will start using it, the children of God will run away and then leave it for the devil to continue to contaminate what God wants his children to operate in. Okay. This is not a new age teaching. This is biblical. And when we wake up and start releasing, talking to the earth and tell it to release our blessings, you will see what will happen in your life. I will share the testimony, you know, what God did for me and what he's doing for others who have this technology to speak to the earth and let the earth produce for them. Okay, so the earth is alive. Let's have a look at, let's have a look at Isaiah, Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48. Boma, can you read that for me? Let me find it. Hallelujah. Are you guys following me? I hope I'm not losing any yes. of you. We are following. Okay. Uh, you 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 will catch it. You know you will come to appreciate it a lot more when I share my testimony and when we read further scriptures. You will understand it a lot better. Isaiah 48. Mm-hmm. From verse 13. Baba, can you read that for me?
1: It says, Yea, my hand had laid the foundation of the earth, and my right hand had spread out the heavens. When I call unto them, they stand up together.
0: Exactly. When I call up to them, they stand up together. What it means, the earth can hear. The earth can respond. It can respond. And it responds to God, you know. Something that is not living will not respond. So what it means, the earth is alive. So when God speaks to it, it will respond. And because God has given, you know, the dominion of this earth to man, it also means when man speaks to the earth, the earth will respond. Whether the man is speaking righteousness or unrighteousness, the earth will respond because that is how she's been created by God to respond to man's words. Man's words carries, you know, fruit in it. And whatever lands on this ground, whether it's from the children of God or from the children of darkness, the fruit that is in the seed that the earth have received is what the earth will give out. It's what the earth will give out. It's what the earth will give out. Now, let's read... Psalm twenty-four. <laughs> Tekena, can you read Psalm twenty-four verse one from Ross, please? I can. Psalm,
1: 24. Psalm twenty-four verse one. Verse 1.
2: one. Mm. The earth is a lot and the fullness thereof,
0: the world and they that dwell therein. Yes, amen. So this verse is telling us that it is God that owns the earth. Everything in the earth belongs to the Lord. All the richness, all the natural resources, all the diamonds, the golds, the oil, everything on this earth belongs to God, including the humans that dwells in it. But he has given the humans the stewardship the stewardship of his earth is given the humans, the stewardship of his earth. And he also gave us the ability to create on the earth. He gave us the ability to create. And if you, if you notice everything that man has created, either through technology, through science or whatever, it was from the earth. It was from the earth. They took the metal to build the plane. It was from the earth that they've dug up the diamonds, the golds, the minerals, the oils we use. Everything to build a computer is from the earth. They didn't go to outer space to get their material. Everything is from the earth. The earth is very rich in materials. And God has given the stewardship of this earth to man. There is no lack on the earth. The only reason you see pockets of lack on the earth is because man is a hoarder. Man who takes the materials and the wealth of this earth and they hoard it to themselves. They will not share it. The materials and the good things on this earth, what God has blessed us with on this earth, is the commonwealth, is the commonwealth for humanity. But the government, certain governments and certain nations, they'll come and steal and they hoard. They do not share. This is why there is lack on this earth. This is why you have poverty. There should never be a poverty. nobody should be you know poor on this Earth, because the Earth is rich and everybody has a share. If man was, wasn't so self-centered and so selfish, no, there would be no lack on this Earth at all. But because of our sinful nature, you know, because of our selfish and sinful nature, that is why we have poverty. That is why we have poverty. You know, so now, you know, now that Jesus have come and redeemed the sons and daughters of God, we are now redeemed. So now that the sons and daughters of God are manifesting his glory, God expects us to release the earth from her own bondage to the defilement man's sin brought to her. So let's have a look at Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Romans Romans chapter 8. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Okay. Romans chapter 8, verse 19 to 22. I think I will read this one so I can explain it as I'm going along. Okay, Romans chapter 8, verse 19. For the earnest expectations of the creation eagerly awaits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, But because of him who subjected it in hope. In hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered. Creation itself will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. So for we know that the whole creation groans and labors with birth pangs together until now. So what is Paul saying here? Paul is saying here, when Adam was cursed, the earth was also cursed. So when the sons and daughters of God have been redeemed and they start manifesting the glory of God, it is their duty to also release the earth from her own bondage. From her own bondage. How do we release the earth from her own bondage? It's by speaking the word of God to the earth. By speaking the word of God to the earth. Okay, now I'm going to give you a testimony. The Lord, you know, what the Lord instructed me to do in 2015. In 2015, I was preparing to go to Nigeria. And as I was preparing, I was reading. And suddenly the Lord said, when you get to Nigeria, you need to cleanse the land. You need to cleanse the land. And then he started instructing me on what I needed to do. He started instructing me on how I need to release the earth, my own compound, my own real estate, my own land of the curses that's been holding it in bondage. He gave me instructions of what to do, about four pages of it, you know, and those instructions was how to release the earth that I live in from its own curses. And when I went home, me and my husband, my daughter, we went around our compound and I was reading those things. I was reading it and cleansing the land from the time of Adam. You know, I will send you guys a copy of that prayer I did in my compound. And the other thing the Lord instructed me to do was to write out Psalm 91. Write out Psalm 91 and then bury it on the four corners of the entrances of my house. The front gate, the one pillar, the other pillar, the back gate, the other pillar, the other pillar, write out Psalm 91 and buried it at each side of the gates, back and front. Okay. I didn't fully understand what the Lord was doing, but as I've told you, He will tell me to go and do, and I'll go and do. I won't ask any question. It's later on that the full picture of what He has instructed me to do, and I did, would then come to pass. Okay? So let me then explain to you this. Two years ago, the place where we bought land, they started, the people, the villagers around there, those people that bought land, the people that bought land there 30 years ago, 40 years ago, they started now collecting those lands from those people. You know? Telling them that the, the person that sold you this land, it wasn't their land for, 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 you know, for them to sell to you. That this land was seized from the ancestors. So now they're collecting their land back. You know, These are people who have been living in that land. And our own land was smack banged in the middle of all this wahala. So when all these things were going on, nobody contacted us. Nobody came to say anything about to us. So it was when my husband went to a meeting and they were telling and they were asking him, Oh, uh, you know, how much millions are they asking you to pay? My husband said, What do you mean? He said, The people, they are now, you know, um, there is a, 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 a disturbance that the people that sold those land, their ancestors sold the land, they have now coming to harass those other people. My husband said, Nobody told him anything. Nobody contacted him or nobody did anything. You know, he's not involved. Not, Nobody, nobody came and knocked at our door, pam, pam. And do you know why the Lord reminded me? That is because I've cleansed my land. The curses that followed that land is, is not, doesn't touch us anymore. And the thing about our compound, our compound, because our compound is called Penel. And if you step into my compound in Nigeria, you cannot tell lies there. Everybody that steps their foot in that my compound, if my husband asks them a question, they will spill everything, they will tell the truth. Because later on, when they go out, they start wondering, why did I tell this man this thing? Okay? That land is sanctified, is cleansed. It has no curses on it at all. And if you see how the vegetables in that land grows, wow, the fruit is... <laughs> the fruits, the trees... I call it my little Eden. It is, it is. My little Eden. That is what you get when you cleanse the land. Now, let me give you another testimony. This this man, Dr. Francis Miles, the Lord also gave him a a revelation about cleansing land. And how did the Lord give him this revelation? He went to Zambia to bury his mother. He lives in America. He went to Zambia to bury his mother. After burying his mother, he was going to the airport to catch the plane to go back to America. He suddenly became ill. He suddenly became ill. He could not understand why. Every time he takes a step towards that plane, he was as if the earth, in his own words, he said he was feeling as if the earth was burying him alive. That was what he said in his own words. Okay. Then one, you know, he was just, people were just, he was contacting people to pray for Mm -hmm. him that he doesn't know what was happening. One of his friends in America, a prophet said to him, the witches in Zambia have spoken to the earth and commanded the earth to swallow you alive. Okay. So this was why he was feeling as if he was being, you know, buried alive. He then described these witches. This man in America, the prophet, described them from the clothes they were wearing or whatever. And the man, and the, Dr. Francis said, yes. So he saw them at his mother's funeral. Okay. He said it was two, two witches. So he couldn't, and what the, the plan was if he steps outside of, Zimbab- uh, of Zambian territory, he will die. And the Holy Spirit said to him, if you get on that plane, you will die. So he didn't travel. Instead, they admitted him to hospital. They admitted him to hospital. And in that hospital, they were pumping him with all sorts of medication. Nothing was working. It was at night. The Holy Spirit told him that he needs to get up, go to the garden in that hospital, pick up the earth, pick up the earth, and speak, prophesy to that earth what he wants you know so he went with his brother took him had to hold him to escort him to the garden he picked up the earth and then he prophesied to the earth that he will live and not die he prophesied the destiny of god has ordained for him on that earth and then the, the holy spirit told him okay put the earth back he put the earth back on the flower bed and immediately he put the earth back on that flower bed he was released. His body became normal. The energy then sapped into him. He became so full of energy. Within a few hours, he was then discharged. And the Holy Spirit said, the Holy Spirit said now he's going to tell the earth to do what those which it wanted to do to him, to them. Okay. Earth heard, heard our voice and it will respond to what we tell it to respond to. Now, let's have a look at some scriptures. Let's have a look at some scriptures. Let's have a look at Jeremiah 22. Jeremiah 22. I'll read from from verse 24. Verse 24 to 30. I will just give a, a bit of a, a background to this. He said, the Lord is speaking to his, his prophet Jeremiah. As I live, says the Lord, though Konea, the son of Jehochan, king of Judea, wear the signet on my right hand, yet I will pluck you off. And I will give you into the hands of those who seek your life and into the hand of those whose face you fear, the hand of um, Necub, um, yes. Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon, and and the hand of the Chaldeans. So I will cast you out, and your mother who bore you into another country where you were not born, and there you shall die. But to the land to which they desire to return, they, they shall not return. Is this man, Cona, a despised, broken idol, a vessel in which is no pleasure? Why are they cast out and his descendants and cast into a land which they do not know? Now listen to what the gods told the earth to do to this man and his descendants. Let's keep oh the generation what, please.
2: Yeah, yes. Jeremiah
0: 22. I started from verse 24. Now I'm reading verse 29. 29. Okay. okay. So this is what through the prophet of God, God told Jeremiah to speak to the earth. And his, and Jeremiah says, O earth, 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 hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, write this man down as childless, a man who shall not prosper in his days. For none of his descendants shall prosper, sitting on the throne of David and ruling any more in Judea. Okay, So this man did not have any descendants. He died in captivity. Therefore, his descendants did not rule Israel at all. This is instructions. God told Jeremiah, his prophet, to tell the earth to carry out against this man's lineage, bloodline. And that's exactly what happened. Okay, so let's have a look at, again, number 16. This is our last scripture. Actually, we have got one more scripture to read before that. So number 16 from verse 29. This is when Korah and his gang, you know, started protesting against Moses and Aaron, against Moses and Aaron. I'll read from verse nine. This is Moses addressing Korah and his gang. And he says, if these men die naturally like all men, or if if they are visited by the common fate of all men, then the Lord has not sent me. But, this is the bet. But if the Lord creates a new thing and the earth opens its mouth, and swallows them up with all that belongs to them, and they go down alive into the pit, then you will understand that these men have rejected the Lord. Now, verse 13. Now it came to pass, as he finished speaking, as he finished speaking all these words, that the ground split apart under them, and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed them up with their household and all the men with Korah and with all their goods. You see, Moses said, if these men die naturally, if they had a natural death, then that means God have not sent him. He's not a man of God. But if the earth opens up and swallows them, Moses was speaking to the earth and the earth was listening. Because Moses is a man of God. The earth heard the word of the man of God and the earth obeyed what Moses said and he opened up and swallowed everything connected to Korah. His dog, his donkey, his wife, his children. People will probably say, that's why the, the dogs and the donkeys, they didn't do anything. But the thing is, the spirit that was in Korah It's also the spirit that is in everything that he has touched. He has defiled everything around him. That was why the earth had to swallow everything concerning Korah. And get rid of the defilement. Get rid of the defilement. You see, when we sin, the ground we step on becomes defiled. How does the land become defiled? Sin attracts demons. And everywhere there is a demonic infestation, there's defilement. There is, there are unclean spirits. So that thing and that person becomes unclean. The land they step on and they live on becomes unclean. So when we get our redemption, when we get our deliverance, we need to also release the land we live on so that she will be able to vomit our blessings for us, to release the treasures God has embedded in our own little paradise. Okay? So you need to cleanse your land. You need to cleanse your house. You need to cleanse everything. Once you get your own deliverance, you start cleansing. You start speaking to the ground that you're walking in. The ground, in whether you, wherever you live, in America, in Nigeria, pick up the soil and you know, prophesy, prophesy to the land what you want to release your prosperity, to release your blessings and you see what will happen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, that was what um, I felt the Lord wanted me to share today. And um, now I understand why the Lord said that my healing will come through his words my body is made out of the dust of the air so if i speak his words to my body the dust that is my body will hear his word and bring about my healing okay that's how it works hallelujah hallelujah god is amazing he's amazing there's so much things he wants to show his children and teach his children because let me tell you something let me tell you something you know When, if we're, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of years, 10 to 15 years time. When Christians are persecuted to the extent that you won't be allowed to buy, you won't be allowed to sell, yeah? If you're not allowed to buy and you're not allowed to sell, how are you going to feed? How are you going to feed? Maybe this is the reason the Lord is bringing this revelation about speaking to the earth and the earth will do what you ask it to do. A time will come when the children of God will speak to the earth. The earth, you know, I command you to bring up carrots for me. I command you to bring up yam for me. And you see yam and carrots coming up. You go to the stream and you command the stream to release the fish. And you see the fish jumping out of the water. You know, we need to learn. We need to learn to command the environment, the air. The earth is ours. We have dominion. Another thing the Holy Spirit has been saying to me, you know, he kept impressing in my heart that I can do everything that Jesus did when he was alive on this earth. And then I start putting it into practice. You know, there was a time I went to do evangelism somewhere in London. I was on, on top of a bridge and suddenly this wind started blowing, blowing. And, you know, people were just blowing things away, you know, and I just turned around and I commanded you know, I looked at the heavens and I commanded that wind to stop now. Peace be still. And within two or three minutes, the wind ceased. The wind ceased. I said, okay, maybe that's a lucky break. But again, sometime this week, the same thing happened. I woke up you know one morning and the wind was blowing everywhere. People's roof were just being lifted. Woo, 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 woo. I said, What is this? I just positioned myself on my bed and raised my hand to the heavens. And I commanded the wind to stop right now in the name of Jesus. Within five minutes, everything died down. No more. We have control. The children of God are manifesting. And we need to take command. We have the authority. We have a living God inside of us. Let's do what he is asking us to do. Command and it shall be. And now I I do understand why Jesus said, if we command a mountain to move, it will move. Because if we speak to the earth that that mountain is stuck on and tell the earth to move that mountain to here it will move it. It will move it. Okay? It's a matter of walking, you know, walking in the destiny and in the power amen. that the Lord has given us. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> they say they said probably say I'm not too sure about this one. <laughs>
2: No, oh, I am very. No, <laughs> sure well, not really. I mean, you need to see how my heart is inside me, really. <laughs> Enlightenment,
0: yes, it is. Enlightenment. it is. God is amazing. Where is my sister Joyce?
1: <laughs> she was here, but I don't think she's here now. <laughs> Maybe this one was too much for her. <laughs> I was going to sleep.
0: <laughs> eh? She's going to sleep. Yes, yeah, she came back today, so she was a bit tired. Okay. Okay. Anyway, she can always uh, follow on the video. So, any questions? You see, you see, I? There. I'm
2: here. <laughs> <laughs> I must have light. <laughs>
0: <Ooh>. is that <laughs> touch? Okay then. If there is no questions, I think we we'll then call it a night, huh? So yeah. just just meditate on what was said today. And what I will yeah. do, I will fish out that prayer. The Lord instructed me to write for my compound in Nigeria. When I, I go, you know, you know, he instructed me to do in 2015 to cleanse my land. Okay. I will fish it out and then I'll send copies to you guys. And there's um, copies of... Um, the guidelines the Lord has given us about how we are going to, you know, um, do our prayers, the step-by-step, I also need to write that out, yes, okay? Okay, then. Okay, my dear. Okay, Machuku, please pray for us and close the meeting. Thank you. Thank you. Let us pray.
2: Thank you, Lord. Father, I want to say um, thank you for today. Thank you for this session. It was so enlightening and so spirit-filled. The things we have not known before, we have known today. We, We pray that you give us the spirit, the steadfastness to go put it into action and see what the Lord can do. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a very clear internet session Thank you so much for um, ability to listen and understand and a better understanding with the scriptures backing it. Thank you because your love is just more than unconditional to us. Your spirit, you know, the world is filled every day with your spirit. And we say, thank you so much, Lord, for what you continue to give us. And we say, may you continue to um, enlighten our minister Mm. to continue to guide us through and open our eyes more to to who you are. Thank you so much. And for this and for all other things that have not come to mind, as of now, we say thank you. In Mm. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen okay everybody we'll call it a night now okay thank you so much for honoring this meeting thank you for staying with us thank you for listening may god bless you and may god continue to reveal himself to you and take you to greater heights in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen Amen. so thank you everybody good night
1: thank you you. bye